I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnan, one of the uh, employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I know the big voice keeps talking about the 800 number <laughs> joey eventually will fix that right joey yes he's, a, he's producing <laughs> today uh so feel free to get online without the 800 number 860-522-9842 that is the number to get online and usually the first hour is easier than the second so if you have any kind of computer problems comments questions and concerns get online and we'll do our best to help you out and speaking of concerns we usually talk about technology concerns and we have technology news and uh dennis has got some stuff he wants to talk about well here's a concern that we've talked about a number of times for years yes and it's ramping up yep nitsa is upgrading its investigation of tesla's autopilot right finally Be- because since they began their investigation mm-hmm. there have been more incidents of the same kind of problem. Right. And it is that cars are flying straight into other vehicles that are stopped at the side of the road, very often emergency vehicles. Right. And people are dying in these accidents. Mm -hmm. So they are finally ramping it up. And uh, at this point, there is a possibility there could be a recall. Of eight hundred and thirty thousand vehicles, right? If you have a if the if the vehicle you are driving is a Tesla, <laughs> period, it could be recalled. Um, now, of course, you have the over the air thing. So what what Elon might have to do is send out a a way to disable your autopilot because it's not autopilot for crying out loud, guys. And I love I'm, I'm loving more of Elon. I'm I'm getting behind the guy, right? But this is this is like ridiculous, man. It's not autopilot. It's just it's it's hyper, uh, you know. It's 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 cruise control that keeps you in the lane and it keeps you separated from the car in front of you. Right. And it'll it'll turn the car for you. My my wife's minivan has the same thing as I've said for many years now. But you've got to keep your hands on the wheel. And what they're saying in the article is that while people are keeping their hands on the wheel because it's Tesla and it's autopilot, their their eyes are not on the road. Right. So they're looking at their phones or they're looking at their partner in the car or their whatever they're doing. And then they look up and they're they're right in the they're running into the back of a fire truck. Right. I mean, how you miss a fire truck 
it's beyond me, but you really have to not be paying well, attention. And, and they've hit like police troopers with you yeah. know flashing yeah bars on the car. Right? How do you how do you miss that? Because Elon told you it was autopilot. Right. Right. When you have when you have a, a plane and you put in an autopilot, I remember the old airplane movies. Right. The guy inflates and he flies <laughs> the plane for you. I mean, that's what an autopilot is, but not on your car. Right? I mean, come on, man. So uh, you, you, you folks who jumped on the Tesla bandwagon uh, as the bleeding-edge folks who think electric vehicles are the thing, fine. Whatever. You know, I applaud you for jumping on that. We, we, we made it affordable for you. The, the rest of us peons gave you all sorts of a billion dollars, literally, in largesse from the government for you to do it so you could buy your $80,000 vehicle. Somehow the rest of us had to subsidize that, which still bothers me about this whole thing. And now you're still driving into the back of fire trucks. <laughs> you know and it's not even an, it's not even an inherent problem in electric vehicles. It's no. just this feature that they've added to it because they call it autopilot. Going haywire. Yeah, and everyone thinks. I mean, yes, you can. I guess the Teslas are smart enough. You can actually have it drive to you, like it'll pull out of a parking lot and then drive to you. But of course, it'll run over the kid that's standing there. It'll well, just roll over the dog. You know, it won't. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, Hyundai makes cars that'll back out of parking spaces or par- or even park many cars many right. companies make your cars that'll park and for you we don't have <clears throat> no we don't have investigations of those no so good luck tesla um you guys driving your teslas i would tell you to keep your hands and eyeballs on the road you know do us all a favor you know please so we'll see what happens with this but you might have a recall and just imagine an over-the-air update that just turns off your your cruise control your your super cruise control wouldn't that be interesting it would be. Mm. But remember, Jim McPherson said that it wouldn't happen live. I mean, it no, wouldn't right, happen right, right. while you're driving. You'd hope not. It would happen after the car is stopped. Right. And it catches the update, and yeah. then you start it again, and it will start with the new software. Right. And instead of that little fart noise you can make when you when you honk your horn, which people <laughs> always make, it'll go wah, wah when you start your car up. Um, so we'll see what happens. What's going on else that you want to bring up there tonight? So you had some cool, oh, cool stuff this time. Yeah. NASA is uh, dealing with a problem with the Mars Ingenuity helicopter. Yep. There's a sensor on it that's not working, so okay. the thing is not quite functional at the moment. Mm-hmm. And they've been trying to figure out how to fix this. Well, yeah. it turns out that they are go, they've developed a software patch that will work around it. And nice. they're going to try to implement it on the helicopter. I love it. And see if they can uh, get it working Talk again. Talk about an over-the-air update. It is. And, you know, I, I did, you know, compare it to some of the things that we have to do at TAB when we're remotely working with a computer. Sometimes you have to account for the fact that you're not at the computer and you have to figure out how to remotely maintain connectivity to it while you're doing it while you're doing something mm-hmm. or you have to have a back door that will let you in later whatever you have to you have to come up with a solution but uh i mean this thing is on another planet right <laughs> they're they're as far away from it as they can get mm-hmm. they're dealing with a fundamental hardware problem yep. where there's a piece of stuff in the helicopter that is not functioning right which is obviously important enough to update because there wouldn't have done they wouldn't do it unless they thought it was that critical right there's a high risk they could break something too true true uh but they're implementing a software fix to mm-hmm. get around it and mm-hmm. i i just think that's really ingenious it's awesome yeah. and i wish them luck with that right and we we deduce we, we think there's probably another helicopter here oh. on earth they've already tested it on i would assume I would have to yeah 
or either that well probably in in addition to that they probably have simulators that are right you know software just emulating the thing and then here's how it should work kind right of thing, let's hope so right, anything else you wanted to bring up oh microsoft of everybody's course. favorite software company yes what do they do now well you remember that you remember that exploit that we talked about uh, last, last week, week mm-hmm. that involved uh, a payload in word documents right. that was causing elevated code to run R- remote at a code system level remotely without even you executing with, anything and without you doing anything you have outlook running you you're viewing an email you're not even clicking on anything in it right it's open and it's just you're viewing it Bang, and the code runs. Thanks, Microsoft. So what's going on? Huh? I'm sure they they got right well, on this, right? Well, <laughs> no, really? they didn't. Uh, well, they they came out with a workaround. Yeah, initially, and they were very quick to release it. And you know, kudos to them for that. Okay, mm-hmm. you've come up with something, mm-hmm. but that solution is to disable the entire MSDDT protocol on the computer. And what does that protocol do? That protocol handles a bunch of things behind the scenes in Windows. Mm -hmm. One of them that we deal with, and a lot of consumers do too, are the diagnostic troubleshooters that are built into Windows. Something isn't working right. You go to the troubleshooter. And the troubleshooters aren't the best things in the world, but they actually do fix stuff once in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've taken advantage of them, of and I know a lot of our listeners have probably availed themselves of them. Right. And, well, that turns that whole thing off. <laughs> right. It, you you, you got to turn it off. You can't even do it. To stop this issue, you got to turn have that to, off. You have to eliminate basic functionality right. in Windows in order to avoid this exploit. Right. You have, to, you have to turn off the thing that fixes Windows in order to fix the thing that's breaking Windows. Yeah. Thanks, Microsoft. Perfect. And <laughs> that is all they have done. Is just tell people to and and the way that they tell you to do it is actually a very kludgy way to do it. You're actually just removing a registry entry, right? Which can be kind of difficult for the average user to do. Right, it's difficult for the average user to do, but restoring it is not necessarily um, intuitive. Mm -hmm. If you want, if you wanted to put it back later after they actually patch the exploit, which they aren't patching. Oh boy. And that the article that I've got here mm-hmm. um, from Ars Technica is saying basically that they're they're running silent right. on this. Other than releasing the the uh, workaround, right? They're dead to the world. They they just won't acknowledge that this is a problem. But they did increase the criticality of it. Right. Um, it came out as a lower lower criticality, but it is being actively exploited. Yes. Which is. And we've seen proof of concept. We've seen how easy to, easy. I put that in quotes. You have to be a little bit of a script kitty to figure it out. True. Um, but the script is is available. The code's available um, anywhere. And you and can it, and it is a two step exploit. It require mm-hmm. it takes advantage of one thing to then trigger something else. Right. But both of those things are built into Windows, right. and that is really where the problem is. So they essentially it it is a one step exploit. Not good. Not good, Microsoft. Come on. All right, guys. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We are live uh, here in the studio. You can follow us over on Facebook, over at WTIC's Facebook page. You can go ahead and check in there and uh, let us know how, if you have any questions there. You can post them there as well. We'll try to get them on the air. 
Um, get online, 860-522-9842. That is the number, 860-522-WTIC. Get online, and we'll do our best to help you out. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here for you guys. There's nobody on the phones right now. Four lines wide open for you. I'm sure you're getting ready to do whatever yard work is in your, you know, happening today. It's what I'm going to be doing after this. <laughs> um, but feel free to get online if you have any technology issues, comments, questions, concerns. It was interesting. I had a garage door guy stop by my, my house yesterday. My garage doors are awful. I mean, they're 20-year-old. I'm, I'm surprised they're, the openers don't work. And we're talking about smart quote unquote smart garage doors, right? Openers. And uh so I was like, oh, are these are gonna be able to be scheduled. You can actually, you know, here in Connecticut, basically we've got people coming in our all of our garages and they're stealing our catalytic converters and they're coming in our garages and you know, whatever they're doing, they're coming in because, you know, crime and punishment is not an issue here in Connecticut. So nowadays if you had a smart garage door opener, you could actually schedule it to close, you know, when it when it gets to be a certain time. And he's like, well, you probably shouldn't do that, Eric. I'm like, why? Well, maybe you're, maybe you've got people playing pong, you know, ping pong, and you got a ping pong table hanging out your garage door, and of course, it's not going to break the beam, right? Because the ping pong table might be straddling the beam, and then it, if you set it to go out and close at eight o'clock at night, you're going to be coming down on your ping pong table. I don't have one, but he's like, that's an example. Um, however, the, the app does have the ability to schedule it. So I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder how many people have had issues with scheduling their garage door openers to close. Their smart garage door openers closed, and they found it closing or trying to close on something that was straddling the beam. Wouldn't that be interesting? It would be, but why would you put something directly underneath your garage door? People do it. Oh, come on. I mean, you look at any, any when, picnic or when party. When you know that you have a schedule. Well, there's that. That's true. Well, he's wrong. Well, he brought the point up. I'm <laughs> well, I'm, I, the, the reason he brought it up is probably because it happened yeah, somewhere. And he knows the, about it. He's the expert. I was like, huh, I never thought of that. But I, I asked him if the app had the ability. He said no, but of course it does have the ability. So I will be able to schedule that. And we don't own a ping pong table. But I can, I, I mean, the occasional beer pong game does occur. Right. And of course, you straddle the beam. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, the technology's out there you know, with your smart garage door openers. Have you guys ever had an incident with your smart garage door opener? I guess I'm asking that question out there for those of you who have tried to get one going. It would know. be good to know that. It would be good to know. You know, I, I'm sure there are other implications of it that maybe people have run into in the real world, but, right. you, you know, you just thinking of it ahead and maybe the garage door guy telling you about one problem there might right. be others we have had other happen. issues that we've talked about on the show where people have not been able to open their garage doors because the garage doors are no longer communicating with your wi-fi oh, right now the right. old you would have a wire you would have an issue with that that does occur um i'm hoping these garage doors that he's going to propose well, to me they, there should that. be some kind of a button or or another yeah, opening well, mechanism available right the old radio communication old yeah. school i hope that's going to be the case but so, Dennis, as we wait for calls, 860-522-9842. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We are over on the Facebook page as well, over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page. What you got there, Dennis? You want to bring up anything as we wait? Oh, Microsoft. Again, yes. I know we just talked about that. Sorry. Well. Let's, let's talk about not just being negligent, mm -hmm. but let's talk about being incompetent. Oh, no. Now what did they do? Well, we've discussed in the past how Windows 11 has certain hardware requirements. Yes. One of them is a TPM module right. or TPM functionality built into the CPU that has to be a 2.0 yeah. 
uh, compliant. Okay. Right. Otherwise, you can't. Yeah. Second generation of TPM. It's got to be in the computer. And this is a hardware thing. In order to run Windows 11. In order to run Windows 11. Well, Microsoft accidentally turned off that requirement for some computers. Mm -hmm. And they upgraded to Windows 11. Either because the user wanted to, they ran the update. Well, they were invited tool. to. They were actually right. invited to. Hey, you they can were asked if you to want. here run our update tool and mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. In addition to just not, in, well, in addition to installing it when technically it shouldn't have been installed. Right. They installed the version called twenty two H two. Right. Which right now is in beta. Right. It's pre release. Hmm. So they not only installed Windows 11 that shouldn't have been there in the first place, but they installed a beta version that isn't even in wide release yet. Sounds like Microsoft to me. I mean, two two (laughs) episodes of incompetence in one particular event. How do you do that? I mean, come on, guys. We'll put the link up there. Now, TPM, Trusted Platform Module. You're welcome. A new module, but I couldn't think of platform right then. So basically, it's it's going to allow for giving your system the ability to be properly encrypted, right? And it's going to supposedly give you more security. Well, one of the things that it enables is BitLocker. Right, which is an encryption technology that you would have so that if you're... So it's, it's basically encryption at rest, right? So here's here's the theory, right? When you when you log in your machine, you bring it up, your machine's no longer at rest, right? So if I'm a bad guy in Uzbekistan and I want to connect to your system and you've and I've tricked you with an email and you let me in, BitLocker does nothing, right? You've, you your system is decrypted and being used. Okay, the idea of encryption at rest is that if if for some crazy reason you, somebody goes into your home and steals your computer physically, right? And they try to take it home and take the hard drive out. There's nothing they can do with it because it's right. encrypted, right? It's just a big block of ones and zeros that mean nothing. Right. And f- for the most part, PCs themselves, if you just think of general use for home, that's probably nothing to worry about. But if you have a laptop, you know, how many state laptops have we talked about over the past years that have been lost sitting on people's, you know, trucks or what have you with all the data just spewing out to everybody to look at and they never encrypted it or never had any kind of protection over it. They just lost it. Well, with, with TPM involved... They can encrypt these laptops so that if they lose them, you don't have to worry about anybody's data being taken or, or and what have you. And again, most people who are picking up a laptop out of somebody's truck is probably going to sell it for something else and not looking for data. Um, but that's what we're trying, to do, we're trying to get to is encryption at rest. And uh, so if you lose your device, same thing with your cell phones and what have you. However, the other aspect of this is when you back up your system off-site, we've talked about this with Apple, we've talked about this with Google or what have you, if they get into your backup, the encryption at rest doesn't do anything anyway, right? Because they've got the data that way, right? Uh, so you got to keep that in mind. Um, and the same thing with OneDrive, right? So they right. get into your OneDrive account; they don't need to get to your, your hard drive. They just get to your backup that you've got. Yeah, I, I wonder how many people have encrypted BitLocker drives in their computers, and they're backing up to like a hard external hard drive, right? <laughs> Which is not encrypted, right? Right. Same thing. Yeah, you're killing me. <laughs> so we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. We've got three lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. That's the number. And we're going to, of course, be broadcasting over on WTIC's Facebook page. And as long as Zuckerberg deems it worthy, and that's up to you guys. If you like and share our broadcast over there, Zuck will think it doesn't suck, right? It's up to it's up to you guys. So like it, share it, and uh, get it out there. Feel free to post your questions. We'll try to help you out there. So stick around. We'll be right back after the news.
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Morgan. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock, and the lines are jamming up. Oh, we lost one that was ringing. Come on, Joey. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> we have two lines open for you, 860-522-9842. Feel free to ring Joey again. He was just a little slow to get to it. He's fighting with the spots. You know, the technology here in, in the station has even given poor Joey a, a headache this morning. And um, so I'm going to get right to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Tom in Simsbury first. What's cooking, Tom? Hi. Thanks for um, taking my call. Sure. I was looking at T-Mobile. This is for, like, Rock Hill, South Carolina. I know up here we got direct net. Um, but down there they don't have that. And mm-hmm. they were pushing this Internet service. I'm just wondering the pros and the cons. And, of course, it must be over the powers to do this. Um, have yeah. you learned anything about it? What, what do you think about it? We have had callers say how wonderful the T-Mobile hotspot or, or home Internet, wireless home Internet, is. And the price is right, and they don't seem to throttle you, from what I understand. So if you can get T-Mobile service, it seems to be great, and it's going to compete with wired services. Um, So it all depends on the area, how how strong of a connection you have down in North North Carolina, you say, Tom? South Carolina. South South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, just the, you know, the usual problems with over the air, with the lightning storms and all that, can't kill it out and everything? Cellular would not be affected by lightning, I don't believe. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Especially 4G and up. It might have right. been a problem with like old CDMA <laughs> transmissions and stuff like that um, right. in the lower frequencies, but I don't, I don't think it's a problem. And I do have an app, and you go on or an application, you can go on online because I've tested it even for trying to check test it in my house. Um, okay. I could get it, but then I reached out to them. And I said, "Well, you're, you don't have a tower that's going to give you." the ability to watch 1080p movies or that kind of thing. So they suggested, no, don't get it. So they seem to be smart enough to say if it's going to work or not, depending on your address and the proximity of the towers. So use that tool to put your, put your address in there. And then you can actually chat with somebody, it seems, and they'll tell you, well, yeah, Thomas is going to be good or no, you won't be happy. They're going to ask you what you want to use it for. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That's good. That's good advice there. I appreciate that. Yeah. Let us know how it works out. I will. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. 
Bye-bye. Bye. So, yeah, that wireless technology is is getting there. Eventually, we're going to see it competing with um, other technologies. I mean, fiber obviously is going to have an unlimited bandwidth. Uh, wireless probably will always have some limitation, and you're going to have to have an awful lot of antennas to, to make it work. But um, it's exciting to have competition out there. Well, what's nice, he talked about lightning interference. And right. I don't know if anybody remembers the old days of analog television yeah. where UHF channels, would you'd see a little static when there's a lightning strike nearby. But on the VHF channels, hmm. you would generally not. I don't remember those days. Oh. Well, here you go. <laughs> well, now with DTV... Yes. The um all of the uh, uh cellular carriers are now moving to frequencies that used to be VHF television. The only thing I remember So you you if you remember that you'll see what I'm talking about where right. the modern frequencies are just not as vulnerable to lightning to being interfered with. Right. right. My my parent my, my mom I don't know she's crazy. She used to say turn off the TV you got to watch out for ball lightning. I mean that was the thing she was so afraid of. <laughs> Ball lightning. So I'm f- almost 52 years old. By the way, I've never seen ball lightning ever. But it I was a thing to be I afraid of. Have you heard the same thing? Was I, it a, yeah. So it was a wives' tale <laughs> back was, then. It, matter of fact, it was my grandmother that used to worry about it. Watch out she for would, the ball when, lightning. When a lightning storm came through, she would run around the house turning off everything electrical. Right. And everything. And it is a good idea to turn off everything electrical during a storm because you don't want that surge or that hitting your, your device. Um, so well, or having that sag just turn hit. them off. You need to unplug, unplug them. Yep. You're <laughs> right, Dennis. All right, let's go to John in New Britain. What's happening, John? Hey, how are you guys today? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. And my question is, and I'm sure it's kind of a popular problem or what have you, but um, I downloaded some videos I had on my cell phone through my Windows 11 laptop computer. And of course, now it won't play because it's missing a video extension, HEVC. Um, oh. Not like a popular problem. Yeah, we've run into that at Tab. Is that a newer extension or is it an older it's, one? Or is it a Mac one? It's it's an Apple thing. Apple, yeah. And it's generally, in I think, in iPhones. The, 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 uh, the codec and the protocol are I want to say eight to ten years old, but for some reason Apple has been pushing it into phones as the default for uh, camera for their videos. for both video and and there's a, a still picture format mm-hmm. version of the same sim, something very similar. Yep. Um, now there are ways to get your uh, Windows computer to play them. And right. we've got to find out what those are. So we'll uh, look into that. You know the exact extension he said? Uh, yeah. What was the extension you were trying to open? Um, well, the error I get is HEVC video extension. And it says, you know, I can click on download and install it now. And I'm just a little, you oh. know, because first of all, it's not a free extension. I'm like, oh, so now they want you to pay. And I see a few other. Uh, I'm I'm looking at that right now myself. Okay. And I do see that it is a Microsoft Corporation extension ah, okay. that's in the Microsoft Store. Mm-hmm. So it is bona fide. And it does say that it's 99 cents. They want to sell you the codec? For 99 cents. You know, this is just getting, I mean, talking about nickel and diamond for crying out loud. Yeah. And, and you know, my Windows 10, I don't ever remember having any issues where 
you know, I downloaded I, it from my I don't phone. know. I don't know if the problem is Windows 10 or 11. Right. Because I know that this was an issue when we were working on Windows 10 computers at TAP. Oh, okay. okay. And this is Windows so, 11. You'd think it'd be the same. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't, that's not the problem. The problem is what I said, which is that over the last couple of years, yep. Apple has made it the default storage for videos on iPhones. And then when if you want to open it on a Windows box. So now box, people with an iPhone are just sharing these things right. and they don't know that it's this weird format right and and in a lot of cases they're just unwilling to resend in a different format oh. um but there is there are ways that people can change their iphones to a different format if they want to right or you got to pay the 99 cents so that to Microsoft decode them decode. on your windows computer <sighs> well that's yeah, and i'm sure there's you know, probably some free downloads, but I don't know if I trust any of those. Well, or, that's you know, that's what? what I'm investigating right now. There could I'd like be. to find you something, but I wouldn't. I'm not going to recommend it unless I'm absolutely sure that it's. What good. about downloading QuickTime? Maybe QuickTime will actually play. Maybe the free version. If I think there's a, still free versions of QuickTime. Well, I don't know if QuickTime for Windows is still available. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go. We'll check for that too, as well, John. All right. Okay, great. Yeah, you're welcome. Otherwise, you're going to be 99 cents lighter. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Thanks a lot. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye um, yeah, 99 cents. Come on. Chimney crickets. We're going to get back. We're going to take a quick break. The lines are all starting to ring up, so appreciate that. Get online, 860-522-9842. Um, I'd love to know about your smart garage door openers. Now, how did it go for you? Um, any things I should be looking out for? Um, anything I should be worried about? Anything that you love about them, hate about them, um, just curious. Uh, feel free to get online about that. We're gonna we, everything we posted so far has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you follow us over on Facebook, following Tab Computer Systems, and you like us, and and what you'll get is if if uh, Mark Zuckerberg deems our news articles worthy, and you're not in Australia, you'll get into your news feed, and you can go ahead and get these links directly sent to you that way. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free. And three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, do your, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. And we've got Chris out there in Weathersfield with a question or concern. What's going on, Chris? Yes, <clears throat> I asked Joey this, and hopefully you might be able to help us out. Mm -hmm. uh, just in the the since you began <clears throat> the show today, there's been two commercials about this bill S two nine nine two, right? And it has to do with technology, and obviously uh, they're pitching something that the Democrats want to do in this bill that's going to affect us. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us more about that? So. I don't. I have not read the specific bill, and it was. And with most things coming out of the Senate or or Congress in general, they have to pass it before you know what's inside it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So actually, I'm trying to be proactive. I understand My that. Bad. No, well, I think it's great, um, and I'm just joking about that. That we should know what's in the bill, right? I'm just sure. Kind of, I'm being facetious, but that's the way they do everything. Um, so as we've said on this show many, many times, lawmakers are not technology people. They don't even know how technology works. 
Uh, many of them shouldn't be passing laws about technology because they don't because they don't understand how it works. They need to understand it more. And if you've even heard some of the the testimony that when they were going after Google or they're going after those other tech companies, some of the inane, stupid questions they were asking, it's only because they don't know. You know, it's just ignorance, right? And now they're going to write a law. However, I do agree that we need legislation to go after these tech companies because they do have massive monopolies and they do, I think, cause more harm than good. Although, obviously, innovation is something that we want to continue and you don't want to hamper it. But we also don't want monopolies that harm us as consumers. And we've given you enough examples on this program as to why we need to at least look at some of these issues that are happening with technology. So I've not read the bill. They could put something in this bill that by accident breaks the Internet. It's almost happened a few times and because they don't understand how it works. And this goes back to, and Dennis, we kind of quickly read through some of it. It has to do with being more, more focused on your platform and not allowing others to put their stuff on your platform if you want to exclude right. it. One of its main provision is that an on what, what what is called an online platform, and the right. bill does define that, but mm-hmm. we'll just leave that alone for now. Right. But what it does is it forbids online platforms from preferring their own products. Right. So that let's say you want to have a, an, an online Google account. Mm-hmm. Google would not be allowed to force you to also create a Gmail account in order to access it. Mm-hmm. They would they would be forced to allow you to use any email address, let's say. Okay? Right. So it's trying to keep it, at least ostensibly, that part of the bill is trying to keep everything open yeah. so that you're not forced to use one platform's product for a task and you can't pick and choose what you would prefer to have right um and the the i know the commercial is talking about democrats Mm -hmm. but this bill was sponsored by chuck grassley Mm -hmm. co-sponsored yeah and a bunch of other sponsors include people like josh hawley Mm -hmm. lindsey graham cynthia loomis right all right these these are all republicans yes well-known republicans very vocal uh, no, so, this is not yeah, a Democrat I, 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 thing. I, I know yeah. it always sounds like that when it, it's, it's TIC and it blames Democrats. Well, I, I think that's the way the commercial is is written in order to get the result that they're looking for. Right, but 75% but, of the country thinks we should regulate tech. Um, and I'm one of those guys. I, I absolutely agree with that particular goal that I just talked about yeah. with, with opening up platforms to all kinds of products and now if you can think about it even in practice here like you know one of my favorite grocery stores is Stu leonard's but guess what kind of products you have to buy as Stu leonard's Stu leonard's uh-huh right so he's got his own platform nothing wrong with that and i voluntarily walk in the door and i'm not buying other ketchup brands it'll be a Stu leonard brand right so imagine if they applied this type of thing to poor Stu, and said Stu, you got to make sure you allow other brands in your store you gotta what? You gotta sell some Heinz next to that stool, right? And that would be. I would think we would all say, "Wait a minute, that's his choice to sell, right?" Because he is not a big multi-trillion-dollar monstrosity, right? We are happily choosing to walk into his stores and purchase those products, right? Here, when you when you go with Amazon or you go with Google or what have you, you're you're steered, and of course Microsoft too. Hmm. You're really steered toward, or only mean being given, or Apple. Apple is the most 
you know, limiting ecosphere. That's one of my negatives. I've, I've, I've hated Apple for that for so long. They have great products, but it's all within this lockdown ecosphere. ecosphere yeah. However, you've chosen it. And so that's that's and if you want to pay that kind of thing, you can you can equate it back to the Stu Leonard scenario, right? You decided to walk in the Apple store and pay that high price. So we I think as a country we agree where there needs to be some legislation of these tech companies. Will they screw it up as as legislators? Probably. Right? That's the thing. You don't have enough technically savvy people who understand what they're doing. Then they might understand markets and what have you. But but again, Microsoft Somehow, Inextric could not uh, allow for their browser back in the early 90s right. as they were crushing Netscape. The competing browsers that were out there was Netscape, right, Netscape? Netscape and Mosaic. Yeah. They wanted to get out there and allow their browsers to exist on Microsoft's platforms, and Microsoft was saying, yeah, I'm not going to let you load it. Right? <laughs> Same exact yes. thing. Yes. Not only did they not... Well, I wouldn't say they prevented people from loading them, but they just made it difficult. Yeah. But the other thing that they said was that you can't uninstall their browser right, if from the computer if you don't want to use it. Right. And that has been going was a on since big the beginning problem. of time. And, and then I think Microsoft, they might have lost, but never did anything. I don't remember the final outcome now. Well, at this they, point. they we lost so many... their case. Yeah. Uh, what they had to do was uh, if somebody was. Well, what they ended up having to do was to have an open protocol for picking your default browser. Mm, right. So they had to create a mechanism in Windows to allow right. you to pick what your default but browser But they constantly ask. Anytime yeah. you load a, a and, browser, it's right. like, it's you, like, you want to make this your default? You want to make this the default. <laughs> but they all do it now. Yeah. It was Microsoft in the beginning. So, Chris, I would just tell you to read up on the, on the bill uh, as best you can. Understand, we probably are not they, because they don't mandate that they write a bill for everyone to understand on an eighth grade level. Because pretty much the American reading level in general is eighth grade, right? So as as Americans, we we don't understand these bills because most of us don't, unfortunately, don't have that reading level that we need to even understand it. And they write them so they're all in legalese, so you have no idea what they're saying. So you could read the bill. Maybe there's a summary out there for you that you can get behind or not. Um, but we don't know yet, other than I do agree with legislating big tech in some way, shape, or form. Maybe this is the way to do it. It does seem to be, quote-unquote, bipartisan. I don't know. Maybe it's something to support. Maybe it's not. We don't really have a position yet. Well, I, uh, like I say, trying to be proactive. Yeah. something out there, as voters, we all should have better information. Right. We know that. And if you're pitching an ad, maybe we have to get to one of the other uh, people um Brian and company to get somebody that can explain it all to us because mm-hmm. as voters we do have a choice and yeah. we can influence. Well, the uh, thing, the thing, lawmaker. You're right. The thing about the ad though is there's a third. That's a that's an independent entity marketing a, a position, right? The same yeah, way. Yeah, that's same, why it says nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it could be. So, Chris, I appreciate the call. I wish we could be more help, but we okay. in, in theory well, we, we generally get it out agree. there and you know you're. If it's out there and it's going to affect us for something yeah. good, that's that's fine. Right. We have to know. Right. Fifty-fifty shot. They break the internet. We. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the call, there, Chris. All right. uh, but that's the issue with these folks who make these laws. Unfortunately, they yeah, don't know it how makes it works. me nervous. It, it does makes me nervous too. But we got we got to do something about these companies. All right, we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get again. I'm I'm a capitalist all through and through. You know, I believe in that. We'll be right back. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.